You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Congratulations, Mr. Balmer. Hey, this place is awesome. I'm here at the site of the Intuit Dome where they have made vast improvements since the last time I was here a year ago when they had the groundbreaking and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were here and drummers and Clipper Spirit Girls. This was a little less of a song and dance, literally, with Mr. Balmer and Inglewood Mayor Butts talking to the media. But my God, you can see it, folks. You can see the center court. You can see the hoops. You can see the giant wall of sound that Steve Ballmer wants. He says he wants this to be the greatest place to play basketball in the world. He went from stadium to stadium studying stadiums so that he himself could build the world's greatest basketball stadium. But there was a loophole in Inglewood that said that the Great Western Forum is the only place you can play basketball in Inglewood. So what did Steve Ballmer do? He bought that loophole and he bought the Great Western Forum. And now the man who always wanted a stadium owns one and a half stadiums as the greatest basketball arena in the world. The Intuit Dome is being built. And Steve Ballmer, your Uncle Steve, my Uncle Steve, professional sports greatest owner is building this beautiful dome for you Clipper fans. We deserve this Clipper Nation. It is going to be the preeminent place to watch basketball, to play basketball, and it's ours, the Intuit Dome. We're here today, it's very exciting, and I am thrilled to introduce right now, Steve Ballmer. Yay. Well, thanks, can you hear me all right? Thanks everybody, it's a real pleasure to be here today to welcome you to, to our house, our home, if I guess I should say. Uh, it is less than a year ago that we were out for the groundbreaking on, on Intuit Dome. And for me, I don't know anything about construction. It is nothing short of amazing how much progress we've made in a year. They told me it's a big milestone in the construction business when you finish the topping off of the concrete. And this structure then moves to be, as you can see on this end, a steel structure as you go up further. Apparently there's more concrete coming, but the structure changes and that, that is an important milestone. Part of that is when does the first steel go in? They said it's got to be in by June 15th of 2022. When was it in? June 15th of 2022. May all our luck be so, and all our skill be so good as to keep that level of discipline. Uh, but thing, things are, are moving along. We have great folks who are out here every day. Uh, we're appreciative. A lot of folks here from the community as well as uh, around Southern California just doing uh, phenomenal work. I am uh, incredibly excited about the building that we are building. Uh, 
You know, for me, it's got to be a lot of things. We want the comfort and convenience of home, but the energy and excitement and enthusiasm of being able to, to smell the leather, if you will, on the ball as it's moving around the court. We want people out there cheering and supporting and really, really being part of making our team a winning team. That's all important to us as we move forward. We want to make sure that we are good community citizens and we've worked with the, with the city, the environmental uh, authorities. Uh, by the time all said and done, we'll take you through what we've done on the environment. We think we're doing a pretty good job here and, and want to talk about that in, in greater depth. A great concert venue, but today I want to talk hoop. Because you can see, I encourage you to come over and look. We have the actual court marked out. You can see center court. Uh, actually, I can't ask you to come over at this stage, but you'll see a big old fat sign that uh, denotes center court. You can see uh, where the court will be. It's laid out. There's a big red mark. We're doing the first uh, scoreboard of its type in a basketball arena. It is a halo or an oval, much as they did in football across the street in SoFi. We're the first folks trying that in basketball. We see a lot of advantages. We'll have about an acre of scoreboard space, uh, 44,000 square feet. Uh, most uh, big NBA scoreboards are only around 9,000. It's one of these bets. We've made a few bets that we, oh, we checked it and double checked it. And we think this is going to make it the most amazing place. But until I see it, I, I remain nervous uh, every time we go through. There we go. I stay a little bit nervous about it until we're all the way through. I'm going to pick this up. You can see over here on this side what we call the wall of sound. No suites, just 51 rows steep, 51 straight rows of, of basketball all the way. We try to think about this as uh, almost like a, a student section in a, in a college game with that sense of energy and enthusiasm. We'll try to activate it that way. You see the court, you see the scoreboard. I encourage you to come over and take a look at some of the things that have, have been laid out. Uh, right now, where we sit, we're kind of at one of the entries. If you look behind you, past that tent, that's where our entry plaza will be, the, the gateway, if you will, to our home. You can see the progress they're making on our west parking garage to the, to the west side of us, obviously. Uh, that's actually super important. We can't move people off this site for parking and office space until that's done. So our guys here can you know, continue to, to work hard uh, to make progress, and I am super enthusiastic. There is one small problem, not problem. It's still two years. The problem is my energy. I want the thing here now, but it's still two more years. Uh, so our guys will keep working away. We'll do our best to, to, to do what we can do in this community. And we're sure appreciative of the support of Senator Bradford, the city council, and of course, Mayor Butts has been a, just a heck of a partner in putting this thing together. So with no further ado, I'd like to turn the podium over to Mayor Butts 
a great partner and a great supporter of the Clippers. Thank you. Hank loves this guy because Zubank Hank loves butts. Let me tell you, we are so happy to have Steve Ballmer in Inglewood. The guy is so fired up, has so much energy, and it's just a great compliment to where we are as a city. Now, you know, um, Inglewood came from a time when you could take uh, Prairie Avenue and it, on a Monopoly board, it'd be like Illinois Avenue, right? It's like the third row as you go around the board on Monopoly board. And then we got down to where this street was like Mediterranean Avenue and Baltic Avenue, right where you were getting started. Well, now with uh, SoFi and the Intuit Dome, we're officially Park Place and the Boardwalk. It was so great to be there in Inglewood and see the site. They've made such vast improvements, Hank, from when I was there a year ago at the groundbreaking. Do you remember that episode of Clipcast? Ladies and gentlemen, Burbank. Oh, hello, Clippers Nation. I, I assume that you, like me, were not at the big event at the Intuit Dome where Chris Kowal got to wear his fancy white helmet. Uh, so <laughs> my hard hat, yeah, helmet. my hard uh, hat, it's not a helmet. I it's think a hard the official hat. C- construction guys or workers, as my son calls them, call, they call them helmets. Uh, tell us. All, I, no, Hank, <laughs> uh, I am a burly construction worker now that I've burly. been on site and what we, what we call the job. Cause it's the job, right? So we're on site at the job and we don't put helmets on. We put hard hats on and orange reflective safety. Vests. I mean, I have to tell you that burly is not the word I would have ever used to describe you. I would have called you ruggedly handsome. <laughs> Thank you. I've been called Ralph Furley from Three's Company, but never burly in my life. No, no. Surly, sure. Sur- oh, Lord. Surely, surely. Certainly, surely. surely. I want to tell you, don't cross this guy. Just don't cross him. Well, I'll tell you, now, listener, you felt like you were there because I just shared what I heard. But unlike last year's groundbreaking ceremony where Kawhi Leonard was present and Paul George was present and there was some like recording artists who played a couple of their hits and the Clippers' spirit were there and there was drummers, this event today was not a big show like last year's. Oh. Now, this Clipcast is a, is a big show. Obviously, it's a great episode. We started the show with Steve Ballmer, for God's sake. Well, I like him. Who's like who's the second best owner in NBA? Because obviously Steve Ballmer is the best owner in the NBA, and I'm going to talk more about the new stadium with you. But but Hank, who do you think the second best owner is in the NBA? Ugh, it's a it's just a thirty something way tie for turd. They're all tied <laughs> for turd. Way tied for last. They're all tied for. I think Mark Cuban probably is up there. Ugh. Blech. They're all terrible to me. I just like his enthusiasm. Ugh, I don't like any of them. I don't like a single one of them. It's just Balmer for me. I wish that Sterling wasn't such an awful, disgusting pariah of a bigot because it would be fun to say my first favorite is the current owner and my second favorite is the previous owner, but my least favorite owner in all of sports and one of my least favorite human beings is Donald Sterling. Oh, so you think he's a human being. See, I think he's a monster. I think he's a vicious monster. I would never, I would never quantify him as a human being. That's where you and I differ. I mean, I guess I just revealed myself to be an awful, disgusting bigot. I'll tell you, I can't wait to be in that new building. I kept asking multiple people who work for the Clippers, can you tell me about the media parking and will there be assigned spaces? Will I get a space? Will there be a Chris Wilde parking space? 
And basically what I heard from the Clippers is, now I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to say no, but I'm also 100% not going to say yes. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine if we had assigned spaces and I assume with our names and I assume with Clippers employees that would just be waiting for us there 24 seven, whether there's a game or not. And I assume that we get there and they'd open our door handle with white gloves. Is that And say, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home guys. You're it's you. It's only you. It's always been you. I mean, that's just what I, I mean, it's not a lot to ask. So last year when I went to the event, Hank, it's not a lot to ask. I, it was just a, it was just a rough, it was just land. It was just ground. It was flat. It was dirty. There was a pop-up Sure, they, were, they had to break it. They had to break they the broke rough ground. the ground. They call it that. Yes, it was the groundbreaking. Yeah. Hank, the improvements that they have made in the past year, holy cow. You, you go and you go. You look into this massive bowl where the hardwood is going to be located. They actually have the center court there. This will be where the center court is. Here are where the hoops are. And you can see the steel girders coming in for what Balmer calls the wall of sound. It's it's very apparent to the naked eye just being there, seeing half court. Wow, the cheapest of the cheap seats are going to be... Better than like two thirds of what you can get at Staples Center or Clipto.com Arena or whatever they're calling it. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's going to be less is more. Describe it to me. I want to say Staples Center sits 19,000 and well, change. It, tell me. And the Intuit Dome is going to sit less than 18,000, Hank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're, we're going to be. The back row is going to be closer than the front row of the 300 section at Clipto.com Arena. Have you been down to Staples Center? They even It's so janky down there. You still see where the S-T-A-P-L-E-S of Staples Center was up there. They don't even have a sign. And it's like when they changed the name over Christmas, Crypto.com had all the money in the world. They should have put a sign on then because guess what? I don't know if you follow this kind of thing. But now it's like insert name here arena. Like I don't even think it's crypto.com anymore, Hank. They're in trouble. Yeah, oh, the entire I look, I don't know a lot about it, but the whole like Bitcoin cryptocurrency thing seems to be a little bit of trouble. A lot of people getting ripped off. Well, go to the stadium and there's not even a sign anywhere. You don't know where you are and it's certainly not on the side of the building. And I cannot wait to get into it, into that sweet sweet dome. By the way, one of the great Clipper tweeters was asking, did anyone refer to the Intuit Dome as the ball sack, the Balmer Sports Access Center or Balmer Sports Activity Coliseum or whatever? The ball sack, the Balmer Sports Access Center. say ball sack. We all know what we mean at this point. It's the ball sack. (laughs) Did anyone refer to it as that? And I honestly, I was there. What you couldn't hear because it's an audio format, so I'll just describe it with my words. Anytime Balmer or Mayor Butts, which I know you love. Oh, I anytime love Butts. Balmer or Butts referred to the Intuit Dome, they used air quotes and they would look at me and wink at me. Every time they said Intuit Dome, they would use air quotes. They would go, hey, welcome to the uh, Intuit Dome. And then Balmer would wink at me. <laughs> so I know what a, that means. Hold it. Hold it. Your Balmer sounds a lot. Like a Hanna-Barbera character. <laughs> Here's Steve Ballmer. That's how he sounds. And what was great about 
<laughs> the live event, which was, yeah, really which was barely it. an event, P.S., was that a plane flew overhead and Balmer held for the plane. It was great. Even the smart. mighty loud Balmer could not be heard over the 1210 from Dallas-Fort Worth. Did he say, oh, I can't compete with that? No, but I literally <laughs> said into the microphone, hold for plane. But he was just like, and we're going to have so many facilities, H ticketed customers can have their own urinal and their own place to pop a squat hold for plane and then (laughs) (laughs) okay walletless kiosks so what was the purpose of this event now that i understand because i yeah it's it's not the groundbreaking it just was an update is that what this was i think it was just an update i mean and by the way i was very 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 impressed with all the building that has happened in the past year. Also very impressed with this, Hank. No protesters whatsoever. When the oh. when the SoFi Stadium had any media events for the groundbreaking or their like let's catch the sports media up with how it's coming. Because remember there was a giant pool that it got rained in and they just it just basically botched everything by like a year or two because it was a giant moat that they made. There yeah. was there was protests up and down the streets. And so at the Clippers groundbreaking, there were three people with signs who honestly I reached out to on Twitter and I was like, what exactly are you protesting? This costs you nothing. This actually Balmer's the greatest owner in all of sports. He's actually gonna help your community. And Balmer today, where there were zero protesters, I just want to remind the listener, this costs you nothing as the taxpayer, and it provides thirty percent minimum employees. Local hires from Inglewood. 30. Oh, that's one in re- three. That's a requirement. You, th- They have to have a 30% quota filled of people yes. from that zip code. Oh, that's yes. great. And also, and, that's and everything. Great. And P.S., everyone from outside of Inglewood is going to be from the neighboring communities. I mean, this is just providing hundreds of jobs, really nice jobs, cushy jobs for the basketball games. And again, this arena is being built specifically for basketball, not for hockey. Oh, and P.S. We do concerts here. Oh, and P.S. We also play basketball every now and again. This is built specifically for basketball. And you can even see it. There's a friggin' there's two hoops during the construction, Hank. The center court is right there. I know they probably just did that for us, but maybe not. Maybe not. Now let me ask you this. It, so it's only for that. Are they? They're not going to have concerts there and other events. Oh, of course they're going to have concerts there. They're going to yeah, have world class concerts there. But you know, the Clippers brass told me something very interesting one on one today that I'm going to share with you, Burbank Hank. And honestly, listener, this is just for Hank. So if you could just skip ahead, just hit skip ahead like four or five times, like skip ahead thirty, just four or five times, because I only want to share this with Hank. And not yeah. Clipper Nation. This is just personal yeah. between my, two best mind friends. You, mind your beeswax, as we say in the biz. Yeah, mind your P's and Q's. Well, not All that, right, so but sure. I'll assume the listener hit advanced 30 five or six times so I can just tell you this, Hank. Oh, I'm listening. What's up? First of all, gosh, we have the greatest listeners. I, I don't want them to Oh, my gosh. Ends. They're great. They're great looking. They're very knowledgeable about basketball. They're amazing fans. Handsome or beautiful, depending on what Handsome or beautiful, called. easy on the eyes. Some of them are our dear friends. And it really so, weird that we're all of their dear friends. The Clippers brass shined me onto this thing, which I actually never thought about. I, I've talked about this many a time on the show. We, first of all, we're the first show ever to talk about Steve Ballmer's longing for a stadium. No one was talking about that. We talked about it like two years before Arash Markazi broke the story locally 
uh, and nationally that Balmer was going to build a stadium. And I was talking about it for two years. So anyway, we know Balmer wanted a stadium. What did he do? Well, he wanted to build it in Inglewood. Here's a hiccup. In Inglewood, the Great Western Forum, there's a loophole. That's the only place you can actually play basketball. What does Balmer do? He buys the loophole, buys the Great Western Forum. Now, the Clippers brass told me today, and this is interesting, the nice thing about owning two stadiums, you can give everything a dress rehearsal, a test run at the Forum and see how it plays there before you bring it to the big leagues of the NBA, of the Ooh, I know. How smart is that, Hank? Very smart. Very smart. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. I assume by now, we're list- do you think our listeners are back? We'll just sit here for another one minute and 30 seconds. Oh, those bums, they- those ugly bums? <laughs> no, Chris, we love them. Uh, I don't Gabe want them to Bomber, get big heads, Hank. What, during the exhibition shoot-around portion of this, did Bomber do more dunking or draining half-court shots? So, Bomber, um, <laughs> he kept putting up threes, right? And he would say, splash! Okay? And then he yes. would go for layups and go, and one! But there was no one defending him. Oh, yeah. But and because they- it's his court, it cost the taxpayer nothing. He would go to the free throw line. He'd put up a couple free throws. Usually it's sure. just and one. But he would put it, put up like six or seven. <laughs> well, he's the, he's the owner, so I guess he gets to do what he wants. No, I got to be honest. Like, I was in, like, I was in spitting distance. I obviously would never spit on the man, but he could spit on me. It'd be my great pleasure and privilege to be spit upon by Steve Ballmer. But I was like in, I was right next to the man. I I said congratulations to the man many times, and at one point, his security said, "Step away." But anyway, look, he was very. No, that's close not true. That's not true, is it? <laughs> no, of course not. Okay. <laughs> But the show starts with the great Steve Ballmer talking to me, talking to you, the listener, talking to you, Burbank Hank. And then, of course, I talk, and then I introduce Steve, and you got the whole spiel, and there it is. I gave you a little mayor butts. But here's the thing, Hank. This arena is going to be special. You are going to feel like, oh, well, downtown was more convenient for me. You are going to feel like, wow, that was worth it. That was worth it to drive a little bit further. Like when you go to Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, there's no easy way. There's just like, even us locals, there's just no easy way to get into that stadium. You can park far away for free and walk. You can do your secret squirrel like, oh, Scott entrance. But it's all a big giant hassle to get to Dodger Stadium. But then when you get into the arena... When you get into the cathedral, when you get in there and you sit in your seats in blue heaven, you go, oh, man, was this worth it. I'm telling you, Clippers Nation, when you sit in the seats at the wall or anywhere inside the Intuit Dome, which has the best views in all of basketball, you will say, holy crap, this was worth it. The wait will be well worth it, my friends. Well, I hope so. I'm not thrilled about the extra drive. I will say that. You shouldn't be. It's a but bummer it's going for you. to but it's going to be it is a bummer for me. It's a bummer. It's a bummer <laughs> for me. Uh but, but it's going it is bummer bummer. It is truly going to be amazing to have our own home. It's yes. going to be amazing to have our own home and I really look forward to never stepping foot in Staples again. I no, really I, I, do. I wouldn't go for away games. I really wouldn't. I no, wouldn't. why would we why would we? So 
There was an audio problem, and I apologize. There was a flare-up in the system, so what you didn't hear from Steve Ballmer and Mayor Butts's speeches was talking about the beautiful Brian Seaman Pavilion they're building just outside the stadium where they're going to be holding weddings and quinceañeras. <laughs> I believe and- you. <laughs> photo ops where brian himself but of course lead these ceremonies oh my gosh it's far oh my gosh if i could have had brian seaman officiate my wedding oh well you can now you can renew your vows at the brian seaman pavilion just and if if you go to the gazebo brian himself will be there and they call it the gazebo yes the gazebo hot damn hello nasty he will lead the ceremony of your renewing of your vows at the Brian Seaman Pavilion. Imagine how much more happily we'd be married if Brian Seaman had officiated our weddings instead of our Are you moms. talking about me and you or you and your current <laughs> Oh, wife? my gosh. That's my second marriage is you. And he will officiate that. He will. No, I, I was within reaching distance of Steve Ballmer when he talked to the great Jim Hill and I tweeted this out as well, so I'll do my best Balmer impression. This is a direct quote of what Balmer said to, to Jim Hill. As long as we fulfill the vision that this is the greatest place in the world to play basketball. That's what Steve Balmer told Jim Hill. Then he looked at me and said, the Intuit Dome, in air quotes, and he winked at me will also be the site of the Brian Seaman Pavilion. And then he said, congratulations in advance, Chris, to you and your lovely husband, Burbank Hank. Zubank Hank. And then and they said, my advice, take Hank's last name. <laughs> Sign the prenup, Hank. It's just a nice gesture. <laughs> no, it was great, Hank. I, I really, truly am absolutely. You know, you know what the bummer, the balmer bummer of today. What it made me, it made me look for. I had a great conversation with Joey Lynn, by the way. Great conversation with Joey Lynn, where I'll share every single thing that we talked about. But the balmer bummer of today is a. I'm very excited for Media Day. I'm more excited for Media Day than ever. However, I'm not excited for two more seasons, even though they will be championship seasons. At friggin' crypto.com.omnicron.staples.arena. I just am so bored with that place. Yeah, I am too. We, we have it's to a win dump. a couple titles at least in the you know, two I, years that we remain there. We're having we're having this experience. You know, we're we're gonna we're doing some work on our house, right? We're doing a little bit of renovating on our oh, house. Oh, really? Another You're building group that, onto the place like Balmer's yeah. building onto his place. And, and we've got some friends, some very good friends of ours who are also working on their house. And what we were just talking about last weekend is once you know you're having your house worked on, there's a lot of things you stop doing. There's a lot of things you stop doing. I'm not going to worry about fixing up. I have this screen door that's all busted, but I know for a fact that the whole wall is going. So this this screen door like in the next year is going to rot off of its hinges. And I don't care. I've spent nine years making it stay alive, and now I don't care. And that's how wow. I feel. That's how I feel about staples. Can I that's how ask? I feel about crypto. I maybe they're just feeling like, why bother cover up the whole the old staples sign? Why bother? Why bother getting a good Places crypto sign? Because right. the best fans who watch basketball here are going to be gone in a year. Exactly. This is just a hockey arena. No one cares. No one cares about hockey. Maybe. Can I ask a question before you tear down the wall? Can Can I come and tag it? Yeah. That's what us yeah. burly construction workers call spray painting is tagging. We put our hard hats on 
and nope. we tag walls. No, no. On no, jobs no. on at the site. Yeah, no. That's we you, put you know, on our orange no. reflective safety vest, no. and we take out our cans. Of, oh yeah. Of, oh we sure. We take out our but cans not... of spray paint, but we call it the juice, truth juice. Nope. No. Nope. And then we tag. And we tag different yeah. things because I'll no. tell you what I tag on your wall: Go Clippers. I tag oh, that I would Go leave. Clippers. That I would leave. Now I was hoping I haven't run this by my wife yet. When we get our new bedroom built, that you would come and decorate an accent wall with spray paint and with Clippers graffiti, and yeah. draw dirty pictures and swears and also. Well, that's another thing I, I would also tag: Go suck an egg, L word. That's what oh, I would Lord, say. Lord, the language. We really apologize to families who are trying to watch this as a bonding. It's a family show. We're not trying to talk about sucking eggs. No, it's PCMA, to. Podcast Mature Audiences. Not TVMA, PCMA, Podcast Mature Audiences, Hank. That's what happens. So, so I think it will be a very fun commitment to decide that's it. Oh, your favorite band is playing Staples? I guess just try to watch it on the live stream. Well, oh, I, you, what I would do if your band is if your favorite band is playing Staples, just wait for them to go play the Forum or the Intuit Dome, which they'll do when they're more successful. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I mean, there's no way a band would be exclusive to that dump Staples unless they're idiots. I mean, it's I guess it's possible that somebody has a deal, some promoter or some agent or something. I just know we went and watched, we went and saw a concert there. On my one of my birthdays, a milestone birthday, we went and saw Jay Z with Kanye, which we were excited about. And we were in the 300s, frankly, because we had somebody in our party that didn't want to splurge for the good seats and we were cool. We were all being cool, so we didn't get as good a seat. So we were up in the 300s. And frankly, we might has might have might as well have not been at the show. The sound was the sound was bad, Chris, and you know it was. You know, well, you know it was. You know what the bummer of that? It was you know not. It was not loud. Wait, wait, wait yeah. a second. The sound was not loud. The bass was not, at a Jay Z and Kanye West concert. I know. My wife mm. fell asleep, and I don't mean pass out because she's not a drinker. She mm -mm. fell asleep. What mm -hmm. concert venue could you imagine going to for a rap show that Staples. you could fall asleep? The Staples. sound is not good. You're a thousand miles away. Like, it's not a great venue to see a concert unless you go all the way down to the floor, which, again, we would so have done. So that concert was a surprise to you. And you what did, you, you didn't yeah. know. I didn't know until I got in the bathroom. What you didn't know was that Sarah, your wife, made it a big thing about how she was going to get the tickets. And Rafi, who has a lot of friends in the hip-hop world, was like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to be the one to get the tickets? And so she made a big deal about getting those tickets. And then when we all sat down in those horrible seats, me and Rafi were like, man, we should have gotten the tickets. We well, yeah, just, I don't. We should have gotten the tickets. Well, listen, buddy, she doesn't know. She probably, listen, this is now this is now concert ticket cast. She wouldn't have had any way of knowing how hard Rafi was connected into the hip-hop world. Maybe, no, I know. Maybe he should have insisted. He well, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and that's but on I'm me. That's you, on me, by the way. But, I should but have I'm insisted you, that he insisted. Yeah, I wish. But listen, also, she that's didn't not know the about reason. my boy Barry. But that's not the reason either. It wasn't that we got bad seats. It was no, that we were we the got... front row of the 300 yeah, section. Because we had a person who couldn't splurge the money. And we had one person in our party and she was being, Sarah was being cool. Yes. Now, here's what Rafi and I would have done. Eliminated, either eliminated that person from the equation or 
paid for her ticket. Yeah, that's that the same thing sense? I would have done. I would have yeah. paid for the ticket. I would have said, yeah, oh my gosh, too. babe, pay for her ticket. Anyway, yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My point is, that's an. In- we were on the front row of the 300s. That's an entire. That means that entire section is a terrible place to watch a concert. The entire section barely, is also a terrible place to terrible. watch a basketball game. We could barely see that. We could barely see Jay Z and Kanye on the screens. We were so yes. far away. And meanwhile, terrible. the Clippers are going to have the biggest jumbotron in all of NBA. It's an it. acre of scoreboard. It's what? double the size of the second biggest one. This thing is a halo. Jumbotron is very similar to what's happening at SoFi. You go to SoFi and the actual screen is bigger than the field. Like, it's it's nuts. You are going to never miss a moment at the Intuit Dome. You can go celebrate Hank's birthday with his cheap friend that ruins it for everyone and still have the greatest view of Kanye and Jay-Z who, by the way, I don't know if you know this about Jay-Z, Hank, but he's very bossy before he starts to rap. Oh, he very much is. He'll, he'll say things like, turn it, turn a bass up. Turn yeah. a bass up. Louder, louder. It's always louder. Poor sound mixer. It's like, hey, Jay-Z, you've got control. Here's what you don't know. In turn the lights studio, off. Turn the lights off in the studio. studio. Wait, hey, Jay-Z. Hey, the knob's right by you where you're standing, and just walk across the room and turn the lights off. You get you get Jay Z. Everybody stand on one leg. Ah, I didn't say Jay Z says. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's it's pretty good. Pretty bit. good. Yeah, that's a pretty good bit. Uh, but no, I I look forward to never again going into Staples. I truly we won't do. have to. We we just have to suffer through eighty one. Excuse me. 82 regular season home games. We have to suffer through 82 regular season home games where I will tell you right now on this show, I'll be the first to say it, we'll go 82-0. and And then we got to watch the playoff home games for two playoffs, and granted they're championship seasons, postseason, so that's exciting. So it'll be exciting, but we have to slum it in that hellhole hockey. Sh- I don't want to say it. I yeah, don't want to say it. I already said suck clean. an egg on the show. That's I already okay, said it. really. That's okay. Hockey heck box, and it's a <laughs> it's a litter hole. It's hockey litter box litter hole. That's what it is. I'm sorry, but it is. We only have to suffer through two seasons, championship seasons, where we'll go 82 and 0 at home in the regular season, and likely close to 8 and 0 or whatever it is at home in the postseason. But then we go to that sweet sweet Intuit Dome, where I'm telling you we're gonna have great media parking. Your name's gonna be on your space. It's gonna say Zoobank. Hank only. Mine's going to be Chris Kawild right next to each other. Mine a little bit closer than yours. And then we're going to walk into that place like we own the joint, Hank. And every single person there in the building is going to feel like, especially if they're Clippers Nation, like they own the joint because they do. Because it's Clippers Nation, Steve Ballmer Sports Access Center into a dome. That's what it is. It's yours. It's ours. Right now, you, we're, we're just renters. Do you think it's possible that we could get Balmer to hang something on the the rafters? Okay, follow Go me on. on this. Yeah. Hang something on the rafters. Let's say a giant a giant banner. Okay, a giant mm. banner. Right, mm-hmm. so that you know how the Lakers fans are always like doing the the pro wrestler point at their banners whenever we're yes. beating them. Yes. And so we could do a point up to the banner, but the banner says, you suck. 
or well, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it, in the Intuit it, Dome Lakers. we'll have two championship banners to hang up. Does oh, that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. At the very least, two. There's two seasons we have to stomach through. We're, look, at the very least, we're going to be the Western Conference champs and NBA champs. Oh, whoa, I, whoa, I really do whoa, think. Whoa, I I think we're going whoa. to finals back to back. Wait a second. We got to wait two full seasons? You said 80, 82 home games? 82 home games, oh, Hank. 82 no! home games. Oh, no! it's such a bummer, bummer. Bummer, bummer. No! No! Bummer, bummer. <laughs> Oh, no, you're really oh, upset. You are heck. really upset right now. Oh, God, I thought it was one year, man. Nuts and butts and coconuts. I'm so sorry. Floppy disks. You just I have to I don't even wait. know if I'm still going to be around in two years. I'm not a young oh, come man. Come on, you've been doing this show. You've been doing this show forever. This show's the longest-running Clippers podcast in the history oh, of podcasting. two years. I'll be 100. Oh, that's true. You will be celebrating your 100th birthday. Works. Oh, well, well, you know what? When you, when you have your 100th birthday, we'll rent out the Brian Seaman Pavilion, and we'll get the whole gazebo and we'll deck it out for 100 and Brian will be the master of ceremonies. Okay, and then he'll marry us. <laughs> and then he'll marry us. Well, by that point, we'll have to renew our vows. We'll have been married two full seasons. Oh, <laughs> uh, two years. This is the worst moment of my life. I thought we was one year. No, it's two years, Hank. I apologize. It's 2024, but I did talk to Clippers Brass today and say... Wouldn't it be like Steve Ballmer? And by the way, this is never going to happen. But wouldn't it be like Steve Ballmer to finish early and just say, screw it. Let's go now. I'll pay rent at the old dump and let's open early. Now, look, they're not going to do that. They want to do the big home opener, inaugural season one, game one. They're never going to do that. But that, I'll tell you, there's, there's a little bit of a flicker of hope in me that Ballmer is crazy enough, like a fox, to do something like that. I don't know, though. Oh, my gosh. What if, what if he got pretty close, and then he said, just come watch the games and bring your, bring your lawn chairs and camping chairs and beanbag well, chairs. Bring your own chair. We don't have the chairs gonna, in yet. Gonna, by your, the way, there's going to be outdoor viewing. You, you go to the stadium and watch the game outside. You, you can do that. I'm telling you, this is this is going to rejuvenate Inglewood in a way that SoFi doesn't. Because SoFi, what do they play? Eight games a year? Like, I, literally, eight, 16, excuse me. Six, because there's two teams that play there. There's 16 games a year. You go into the playoffs. Maybe you're lucky. You get 20 games if you're lucky. If you're lucky between two teams. And there's how many days in a year? 365? So what, do you, what else are you going to do with that giant thing that's just sitting there? You know, you can you can fill that with a handful of bands, but not really that many. So it just sits there. I totally understand why the residents were upset about SoFi. But I'll tell you something. Nobody was upset today. There were no prote- protesters. No one from Inglewood was upset. Mayor Butts, which I know you like, was loving it. Steve Ballmer was thrilled. It's an eco-friendly stadium. It's going to have the most turlets per ticketed guest in the history of sports. Like, it's going to be an exciting time where you get world-class basketball, which is only, you know, only baseball do they play more than basketball at home. So that thing's going to be cooking 41 nights of the year into the playoffs. Let's go 50 at least. And, Bro, and then you've got don't concerts. Forget. Yeah, and don't forget, we're only six years away from the Los Angeles hosting of the 2028 Olympic and Paralympic Games. And they will be 
at the Balmer Sports. Oh, they gotta be. They, you gotta think they gotta be, and not 100%. just basketball. Not just basketball. Not just I happen basketball. to have it on authority that, according to the Clippers brass, yes, that this stadium will be used. It's not official yet, but of course, yes, he's building this for the Olympics. And he's thinking about, during that time, changing it to the Balmer Sports Olympic Center, or Ball Sock, okay? So it'll be <laughs> Ball Sock in 28, all right? Sure. I'm here for it. I know. You'll be there. You will I mean, be there. Exciting. Also, we're tw- gonna get the, you know we're going to get the All-Star game. We're going to get all sorts of fun basketball events. Uh, you know, it'd be kind of fun if it's never going to happen, but... We should get a second WNBA team. We should get our own WNBA team playing at the ball sock. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's Although never happen, but God, I'd love the WN- the NBA, I don't think the WNBA can support two teams in one city. I don't the think. The WNBA is struggling to support the teams in the cities. Oh, my gosh, right Chris. Now. They're struggling to get one of their biggest stars home from Russia. Oh, wow. I mean, We're dude, gonna it's political. We're going to get political uh, right now. I don't think that, that's not political. That's not political. That's a fact. They've got a star who is stuck in Russia, and we're not bringing her home. I'm not. Cl- I'm not pleased about it. I want her home. I also want to let her know next time you travel to Russia, the hash oil should maybe not be in the carry-on. That's. You know what? That's fair. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. I, I remember in my backpacking through Europe days, it's me and my buddies, dirty. me and my buddies were in Amsterdam, going into mm-hmm. Paris, and mm-hmm. all through Amsterdam, they're like, hey. Don't try to bring this stuff into France. They're not messing around. And my buddies were like, oh, so we buy those fake shaving cream cans where you put weed inside it. And we'll buy the shampoo bottle. <laughs> like Jurassic Park? Like, you A wrap, fake you shaving can buy, cream you, can? Like dude, oh my gosh, Park? dude. Bro, in Amsterdam, you can buy fake batteries that actually let electricity. You can buy a fake battery that you can put drugs in, put it in a flashlight with regular batteries, and electricity conducts through it. So, it, so in customs, they pick up the flashlight, turn it on. They go, hey, it's fine. So right. my, I was the I was the only one not riding dirty, but I also had hair past my shoulders and earrings and Birkenstocks and overalls. It was, yeah, it was the you didn't want to risk 90s. it for the biscuit, Hank. Yeah, but I'm the one on the train into Paris who got thrown up against the wall of the train and frisked and searched, and so I wouldn't mess around. Oh, I wouldn't mess you around. got thrown up on the wall and frisked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by French police on the train. Yes, I did. Wow, yes, I did. gendarme. Gendarme, they, they, allez. They had a, they were like, hey, get up out of your bunks. We're going to check your stuff. And I was cold. And I'd been very high from right before I got on the train. And I oh, put my hands in my personal. pockets. I put my hands in my pockets. And they thought I was stashing stuff in my pockets. And they threw me oh, up against nuts. the wall and searched Merida. me. But I had nothing. I was the only now, was kind of- if you if that same exact thing happened to you to now, you'd be like, listen, I know Nicolas Batum. I know Moussa Diabete. Like, I know French dudes, bro. Back off. I yeah. want to talk about a French dude right now, Moose Diabetes. This guy lit him up in the Summer League. I am excited about Moose Diabetes. Obviously, Brandon Boston Jr. put on a show in Summer League. We were 2-3 and three in Summer League. I don't like that record, but Summer League doesn't matter. I do think we're going to probably lose a bunch of guys. Don't get too connected to Moon and Scrub, but they may return later in the season. I talked to Joey Lynn today at the event. Joey Lynn, of course, I think is the crowned prince of Clippers Twitter. This guy, if you're not following at Joey Lynn, you are asleep at the wheel, Clippers Nation. This is the king of Clippers Twitter. Talk to him today. Lovely guy. He's going to be on the show later this season. But I asked him, I said, are you worried 
about not having a proper backup center. Hank, are you worried about not having a proper backup center to Zubats? No. Oh, no. No. No, I don't think we live in the era of NBA where you have to, first of all, have to have one. I think plenty of teams go small. Um, I, I would, I wouldn't dis, I don't not want one if I could throw a double negative your way. I do love the center position. And I think when you have a dominant big man, it really helps. But I wouldn't want to just throw some center in there because you're supposed to have one. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we I, made I agree a, pretty, with you. a pretty great, a pretty great shorthanded run with Batum playing the five. I agree. And Rocco as well is going small playing the five. And then even the great Joey Lynn said, in a pinch, Marcus Morris could be an undersized five. Joey Lynn was not sleeping at all. He, excuse me, he was not scurred. Joey Lynn is not scurred about having a proper backup center. Now, he thinks that we're probably going to get one. We are probably going to get some facilitator that is not going to be Isaiah Hartenstein and is probably not going to be some big, like, oh, wow, can you believe what happened to the Clippers? So he ain't scared, and neither am I, and neither are you. We've got Zubats, who I was talking to Joey, and I'm going to tell you right now, this guy's a horse, Hank. He's like DeAndre Jordan before him. He's like Cal Ripken. He's the Iron Man. He doesn't miss a game. The guy has played the majority of his games every single season of his entire career, He's only missed a handful of games ever. So this guy is a horse, so don't worry. Zubats will be there. And Joey Lynn brought up a good point. He's not some diva. He doesn't care about his minutes. He really doesn't. He's happy to be a Los Angeles Clipper. He's happy to be the starting center. And he's not all precious about getting 25-plus, 30-plus, 35-minute games. He doesn't need them. And we don't need him to have those games. And then Joey and I talked about John Wall, who he was saying Clippers Nation is, well, expect him not to be as explosive as he was three years ago. But the Clippers don't need him to be explosive. And I think you and I got into that in exhaustive detail on the John Wall is a Clipper episode, which, by the way, most listened to Clippers podcast episode on Apple Podcasts. Come on! What are we talking about? We're talking about Pretty a great setup for a great season, and we're technically in the nothing's happening part of the season, and even still, we're having a great time. Hey, speak of, speaking of the summer league, I would like to I would like to throw a little love to a former Clipper, oh, uh, who lived in the shadow of his co draft mate, mm. uh, his co Florida State University Knoll, yes, uh, game six and hero. throw and throw a huge congratulations to Fiondu. Mm. Yes. Who, got, who got signed by the Celtics off of his summer league performance. Incredible. He was one of the strongest players. He averaged 14 and nine rebounds mm. in the summer mm. league. And he's been signed by the Celtics to a two-way contract. Get him, and I, I, I just couldn't be happier for the guy. He played for, he played for the G League team, the, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers. And I think they right. won and averaged 17 and almost 10 rebounds but the Celtics have signed him to a two-way and I really I really hope he gets his chance you I know, think he, he will it, because it was hard for me I felt badly for him watching yeah. man become such a big star and Absolutely. you know speaking of bigs fee is like a, is 610 I want to say like mm. he's a good big well, he's a big boy so he's a big boy showing the, that versatility with those points and rebounds averaging almost a double double in both the last season of basketball he played and in the summer league it's exciting stuff and congratulations fee 
congratulations. I hope you make the full roster and really make some noise for the Celtics. Well, the nice thing about the two-way contract in Boston is you got a two-way contract. So you can go light them up at the Garden yep. for the Boston Celtics, but then you can also go light them up on their G League team, yep. the the Worcestershire Lobster Chowder. That's Something the name like that. of the bo- that's the name of the Celtics the old, G League team. Yeah, the old the Worcester dig, Lobster Chowder. The old dig East Side fist fights or something like that. Uh, what now? <laughs> listen, this sets fist up fights. <laughs> this sets up what I hoped would happen with Blake Griffin playing on the Nets when I thought it could be Clippers Nets in the finals. This sets up if it's Celtics Clippers in the finals, it's time for tip off, or rather, it's the let's go a different way. It's the final minute of the game. Game okay. seven, we're mm-hmm. tied. The Celtics yeah. have the ball. They Uh-oh. inbound the ball. Fiondu gets it. He pulls off his Celtics jersey to reveal his original Clippers jersey, <laughs> and he dunks it on the Clippers basket, and the Clippers win the championship. It sets it up. It sets it it's, up. It's less likely to happen than my 82-0, and 0, but it could happen. It could still happen. It could happen. Oh, you're going to say it's impossible. It could never, ever happen that a team goes I'll never defeated. say that. I'll, I'll never, never say that. I'll never say that. So, Well, uh, did you feel like you were there today, Hank? Did you feel like you were right there at the site with the burly construction workers wearing your hard hat as the as the big 747 jumbo jets flew overhead? Did you feel like you were there? Did you feel the cement, the wet cement in your fingertips, Hank? I really did. I, I it felt It was like being there in person. I can't wait to be there in person. And I'm just going to... I'm going to release the disappointment that it's two more years and realize Mm. that in the grand scheme of 20 plus years of being a season ticket holding Clippers fanatic, just two more years is not that big a deal. It's going to I'll just be able to every single time I'm in Staples think only 80 more times, only 79 more times, only 78 more times. Exactly. No, count it down. Count it down, brother. We are in double digits. That's good. For a while, it was triple digits. Look, I think the next time we'll likely Clipcast will be for Media Day unless there's some sort of weird Mike Conley for Marcus Morris trade that happens. Anyway, so the next time that you and I Clipcast will likely be at Media Day. The last time you were at Media Day was pre-COVID, and and you almost lost your brain at that event. Yeah, yeah. It was not only my first and only Media Day. It was also my first anything co-hosting the Clipcast. And mm. I had never been in the right outside of the, the uh, Dawn Patrol studio. You're absolutely right. Sure. And so I'd never. Oh, and I'd recorded in someone's apartment or in your house. Like I'd done that, or I'd recorded in the stadium. But I'd never been in the press room. I'd never right. been in the locker room. I'd never been in right. a press event. I'd never seen. I'd never done any of that. Any you of that. You entered stuff. the show when Kawhi Leonard entered, and I entered the media ranks when Doc Rivers entered. If that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's a it, media day is the best. I I liken it to the first day of school, where everyone's back from summer vacation and ready to get to work and all excited to see each other, and the whole year is just this wonderful, gleaming, spectacular potential thing that could be. That is nothing but hope, and here we go. And I just can't wait for media day. And COVID has dampened it. Two years ago, it was all virtual. A year ago. They really only let basically Miriam Swanson in. And so I think this year they're going to let Burbank Hank and Chris Kawild back in the building, and it's going to be a hell of a clip cast. 
I hope so. You know, it, the thing is, yeah, the numbers are pretty sky high in L.A. right now. But why would they not do maybe like an outdoor event so well, that we I all do, can still I do it? I think everything I'm reading, Hank, is that this is a this is a potential two to four week spike and then it and it will go down again. So I think the timing Great. will be our friend. Great. I love it. Yes. Oh, well, we look forward to it. But we'll have to see. Maybe some little fun will happen. We'll get on and talk some more Clippers. Let us know, Clippers Nation, if you want us to do that. Definitely please get on. Give us those five-star ratings. Give us some reviews. Share us with your friends. Oh, we, we haven't had a review Clippers. in forever. We have not well, had a new review in forever. Well, it, why don't you I'll tell you something. One? If you leave a review, if we'll you leave it. a review, I will read it live on the air. How about that? I, How about that yeah. for a promise? Love it. I'll tell you what. If we get three reviews, we'll okay. do a clip. we'll do a clip cast. To read those reviews. Fair enough. And we'll talk about them. Three reviews. Oh, by the way, you know what I'm doing this weekend before I let you go? I'm going to the Clippers barbecue. Oh, fun. Where's that? It's somewhere in Orange County. It's like Ricky Chew. It's like Clippers girl. It's going to be so many Clippers fans, and there's going to be a taco truck, and I can't wait, Hank. Oh, buddy, that sounds great. I may have to bring my portable microphone. Maybe I was about to say, maybe you ought to do it. We'll clip cast after that. Ooh. I'm looking for reasons. I'm looking for there reasons. You go. Well, maybe you ought to get some, maybe you ought to spend some time at the party getting questions that we can answer on that clip cast. Absolutely. And I'd also like to just hear different like people's. I'm always so fascinated about Clipper origin stories. Oh, yeah. How did you become a Clippers fan? Because everybody's got a story, and I want to hear yours, fans. So reach out at LA Clipcast on Instagram or Twitter and tell us your story, your Clipper origin. We'll talk about and it. Gosh, we're going to talk about it. And like, like I said, if you write a review on Apple Podcasts for us, we'll read it. we will we'll read, read it. it aloud on the air. I might read it as Steve Ballmer, or I might read it as Clipper Daryl. You know, I do a pretty good Clipper Daryl impression. He was not there today, which was lovely, by the way. Not oh, that's nice. There. Hey, I'll make a prediction about one of the questions that they'll ask you at the barbecue. Okay, could you pl- okay. Could tell you me what please... the question is, and then I'll impersonate Clipper Daryl asking that question. Hey, Chris, could you please put your shirt and shoes back on? <laughs> hey, Chris, put your shirt and shoes back on, baby. Woo, let's go, shirt and shoes, let's go. Let's go, shirt and shoes. Let's go. It's too. Much. I wish that he was can, just shirt and shoes, Daryl. Can you? Yeah, I would really like shirt and shoes, Daryl, over Clipper, Daryl. Can you just sound the shirt and shoes horn, please, Hank? Somebody do something. Ah, shirt and shoes. We really appreciate the Clippers, not only for building this great addition to the city but for committing to employing Inwood residents at a rate of 30%. Thank you very much, Mr. Ballmer. They've also committed to the biggest community benefits agreement in the history of sports. That's $100 million, 75 million of which will constitute loans to build affordable housing, something that's very needed in the city. So not only are they cementing our legacy as the sports entertainment capital of California, but it's also as the biggest partnership in the state of California. So we look forward to the day. Uh, I plan to be here for that first game, no matter how much the ticket costs. (laughs) (laughs) And to just see the culmination of all the things that have come to Inglewood. It's, It's a great day today. 
thank you very much to Clippers. Thank you very much to the council, Councilman Dotson, Dion Falk, Alex Padilla, Eloy Morales, and all the staff in the city that have worked to make this come to fruition. Thank you guys very much. Mayor Butts. in the world.